uh, real quick before we get started here, um, I normally don't do this, but due to the subject matter of this podcast, <laughs> which is the Von Erics, um, there will be discussions of depression, drug abuse, and suicide. If you are dealing with said things, please get help, or if you know anyone who is going through similar situations, please help them out. Call the National Suicide Hotline. Uh, use BetterHelp. Use all the services that we have out there. But please get help if you need it. Talk to someone. Talk to s- anyone. Don't do what the three what the Von Erics did. Call the National Suicide Hotline or at. Nine eight eight. Uh, yeah. To uh, call and chat. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at one eight hundred two seven three. Talk, which is eight two five five. Again, one eight hundred two seven three. Talk if you are dealing with any depression and mental health. All right. Uh, let's get back to the fucking... Alright, let's get on with this shit. <laughs> I don't like doing disclaimers, but thank you. And I guess enjoy. So, like I said, now we're recording. Yes, I see that. <laughs> uh, shit, I don't do introductions that well. Uh, hi, welcome to Wrestling Rehab. Uh, my name is Kyle, and uh, I have a guest. To- Since you heard the disclaimer in the beginning, I, I, re- I recorded the disclaimer, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, had, I, I had to. Right. Yeah, um... Sure, I'm Jade. 
Um, I, um, I've known a lot about the Von Erichs pretty much my whole life. My grandmother, she was pretty much like a Von Erich fangirl in the 80s. She loved them. They were her absolute favorites. She watched them through syndication, actually. I didn't know WCCW was so widely syndicated until my dad told me, but they were all over Illinois. She would watch from Channel 55 out of Springfield and Channel 13 out of Mount Vernon. And they were the reason she did not like Ric Flair. (laughs) (laughs) Not like she needed much of it. Yeah, not like she needed much of a reason. Yeah, but this was like 1984 probably. So it's like, oh, he's just. All right, I'm yeah, we're back. <laughs> How much did that even pick up? It it picks it up, like whatever. All right. Okay, we're back. <laughs> yeah, anybody that's listened to this podcast knows I've dealt with this from a lot of people. My end and their end. Right. Okay. Well, should I just like reintroduce myself or should we just move I on? I can just I get I can just splice shit in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it, it records. It records. It records. It's it's the funny thing. It's just Right, right, right. All right. All right. So where, so, where are we starting? Are we starting from the beginning? I guess Fritz. Yeah, I guess oh, Fritz. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Fritz von Erich was born Jack Atkinson in, in 1929. Yeah, I have that written down here. In Jewett, Texas. Or, yeah, outside of Dallas. Uh, he played... He played in the... Well, he played... <laughs> In the fifties, uh, he meets Stu Hart, who trains him to be a professional wrestler. For a little bit, he went by his real name, and then he becomes. I mean, 
I don't know if my name was like such a long convoluted like Jack Atkinson. I think that Fritz von Erich would probably flow better for me too. I wouldn't want to yeah, but, my real name anyway. Yeah, but the he plays a Nazi character. The, the gimmick. This is World War Two, like pre McCarthyism, nineteen fifties Americana. Let's make right. a foreign heel. Which is still they a trope so, going on. Still, so good at that. They still do that. Yeah. And, um... Yeah. And he has a fake brother. Yeah. They gave him a fake brother, Waldo, who's a Canadian in real Waldo? life. Yeah, you don't know about Waldo Von Eric. That's the one that I don't know anything about. <laughs> he... Yeah, they, they, they made a tag team with him, uh, Fritz and Waldo. And when we get to Lance in, in the story, Lance is Waldo's son. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. I didn't know. I know about Lance, but I did not know Waldo. Waldo was the, uh, the, the brother, the kayfabe brother. But this is 1950s something. We don't know about kayfabe. <laughs> they, thought, they just no. threw people together. Yeah. <laughs> At that time, Fritz has has start already having kids. Uh, Jack Jr. in was it nineteen fifty two? Right. I have that in my notes. Um, yeah, September twenty first, nineteen fifty two. And he's like they're in the. the I think he's like going through like different territories, but mostly he's in the Buffalo, Toronto area. At that time, yes. Yeah. It's a Coke. I don't drink beer. (laughs) (laughs) You you heard the can, right? I did. (laughs) All right. So, um, like, he has Jack Jr. first, Jackie, and then it's Kevin next. Kevin was two. I gotta say, just real quick, I didn't know this until I was doing the research for this episode. Yeah. Kevin Von Erich was born in Belleville, Illinois. And I go there very often. The the crazy thing is, like, this is during the territory days. So, yeah, and he worked NWA, uh, Fritz did, sorry, he worked NWA St. Louis. And I didn't know that Kevin was born in Belleville. There's, like, no reference to it anywhere in Belleville. So you'd think. Yeah, they would at least reference it somewhere, but they don't. Yeah, I mean it's wrestling too, so it's like. Yeah, that's fair. But when you have, they don't really have anybody else that I know of that's really that noteworthy that comes from there. Yeah. To take what you. But um, (laughs) yes. So he starts having these starts having his kids, but like the first tragedy happens in 1959. Jack Junior is playing in the snow. And I don't know if his wife's watching. Obviously, Fritz is probably on the road. Mm-hmm. And little Jackie gets electrocuted playing in the snow, and then he drowns in melted snow, and he passes away. It's like a very freak accident. Yeah. And I know this is like 1959, 60s America, like late 50s, early 60s America, and not everybody watches their kids like we do nowadays. No. <laughs> I was born in the 90s and I used to play around like that. Of course, you know, I knew about the dangers of electric wire and stuff. Yeah. But I used to play it was, unsupervised. Like, it was like the, you know, upstate New York 
Canada area and it snows a lot and they probably he's 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 a child so he's not like he didn't know paying attention to ice and snow and danger yeah so he tragically passed that's the first of god damn <laughs> five kids that die total yeah fuck me <laughs> it's insane um, to me like I can't imagine being the only one left of six kids and having it have started happening like losing my brothers when I was like two that's yeah. insane. And most of them didn't reach the age of 35, too. Yeah. I think... Ke- uh, Carrie was 33 when he passed away. Yeah, David was young, too, I believe. 24, 25. Mm-hmm. Chris was almost turning 21. And add on, like, whatever drug abuse and alcoholism and CT. Kevin's got Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, this is how I talk, by the way. I'm... It's fine. I know, but, like, you've never done a podcast. Never had a full, like, vocal conversation with me, so you... Then again, you... I can't believe I haven't sworn yet myself. I usually would have by now. You can't. I don't care, unless you're being Whoa. what Fritz, Fritz von Eric's character was. No! I kid, but um, so for, like, there was some wrestler at at Jackie's funeral. I think I heard like Kevin said like there was like all these wrestlers that like told like was there when he found out Jackie died and all this. Wow. So basically, this led to Fritz just saying like I'm just staying in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, might be a good idea. So and then the year after. Uh, the firstborn dies. David gets uh was born. Yes. And David was the tallest and out I of the sons. Like for a no. long time. <laughs> no, David was six, built at six seven, and he played basketball in high school, and I guess, I guess some in college. Okay, because uh, I know Carrie was tall, and that was such a big deal when they were casting the Iron Claw. Yeah, but the the crazy thing, like both, uh, I think Carrie and Kevin were like six two or six one. Yeah, but I never heard any of that. Like, I think I don't remember hearing anybody talking about like David's height, the actor that plays mm. David. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's. If you're gonna be it's true to the, yeah, it's a movie too. They t- they took out they took out. We'll get to the movie. Well, we haven't seen it, but we'll get to like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to take artistic liberties anyway because you. I could say so much. I'll get to it later, but I could say so yeah. much about how I feel about people bitching about the casting of that movie. Yeah. And I probably will. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I heard what the I, the guy that wrote it, who's the, who's the director, said like, it's it'd be too sad and traumatic, you know, sad. Sadder than it already is because you, you had you had Chris. It like the great American tragedy, you want to still yeah. have some redeeming moments in the film. As in, like Kevin surviving. It's, it's get it, what I've heard. It's like it's Kevin's story, which is the truth. You know, like it's, yeah, yes. And he was closely associated with the movie, so if there was anything that I, I personally believe, if there was anything that he didn't like about what they were doing, he would have said so. 
he understood why they wrote his brother out too so yeah yeah i mean from everything i've seen like there's some scenes that i saw like stills of that look pretty decent and pretty feel good yeah. so you gotta have some, something in there that makes people want to actually watch it and not yeah what, what, yeah what rick flair shared was pretty good too even though it's fuck rick flair, coming but... from rick flair <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm always so afraid to look at anything he puts out anywhere. But when I said so, I shared it yesterday in our Discord, I'm like, I know fuck fuck Flair, but look at this shit. Yes, yes. If I'm saying this is good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Uh, so, and then Carrie's born next, and then Mike's born in '64. And at that time, Fritz, like in 66, Fritz basically takes over uh, what becomes world class. Mm-hmm. Which was at the time until the mid-80s in NWA territory. Correct. And he did some tours of Japan for the JWA, which becomes what splits into all Japan and New Japan. Yes, yes. And he actually went by... I'm not going to try to because I will, yeah, I will butcher the pronunciation he used because I'm not good mm-hmm. with language. <laughs> but he, yes, he went by the Iron Claw. And- Which, if you don't know what the Iron Claw is, it's their finishing move, and it's basically a claw exactly. hold to the, like- <laughs> the claw, a claw to the temple, the thumbs yeah. and, the, and the pinky just are on yes. both temples, and you squeeze. It's I saw a like, like the, a lot like the mandible claw that mankind would use. Very but similar. on the head, yes. But on the, um, I saw one clip. He did like, uh, it was like David did a Harley race, and he made Harley race b- blade himself, or b- like he was bleeding out of his head somehow. I don't know how the oh. fuck. <laughs> it's an early visual, but like I don't know how the fuck you make somebody blade themselves with the fucking iron claw. <laughs> but... I have no clue, but Harley race was another one of the big St. Louis guys, so that was probably been. Him and can and it's also in Kansas City as well. Yes, yes. Um. So one night in the seventies, how the fuck? Uh, Fritz is driving. He hears a sermon, and he's like, "I'm going to become a born again Christian." Without losing his smile, at least. Well, I don't know. He probably did lose his smile a little bit. <sighs> we. <laughs> We get to the 80s with his fucking kids. It's like, this is the most hilarious shit ever. Yeah. But, like, yeah, each son, like, was great. Like, they're growing up. They had Chris in 69. Uh, Carrie was great at track and field. He had, like, he was, they said he was good enough to be in the Olympics for shot put. Yeah, see, the track and field picture, that's what I posted on Twitter. Mm hmm. It was from the movie. Yeah. So Carrie got into like was it Houston, like University of Houston, Houston State, or something like that in Texas. Looks like it, Houston. Yeah, like it says yeah. Houston, So I'm going with that. Yeah, no. So, but like he, they said he could. Hold on a second.
Sorry about that. I thought, like somebody was calling me or something. Oh, it's okay. All right. So yeah, each brother, <laughs> like they're in high school. They're doing sports gotcha. and in, te Yeah. in Texas, sports is big, like football, like Kevin played football. I think they all played football to, to a degree too, but like one played basketball, considered football, the other played football, the other played track. Football's big Not the here, too. Football's <laughs> big anywhere. yeah, any small town USA, like, area. Yeah. Huge. The high school I went to in New Jersey, uh, they have one of the biggest rivals, like, in the country, and it's against this Pennsylvania town. I mean, we play once a year on Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. Um, so... Kevin breaks in the first. Like, I did you like like I couldn't figure this out. Did, was it Fritz that make his, made his kids wrestle, or like I know that he trained them, but like I I don't know if well the way I've always heard it described and I don't know how accurate it is but it's the way they portrayed in the movie is that he was just kind of lining them up one by one and was like here you're gonna do this you're gonna wrestle this person you're gonna train blah blah, blah. but yeah. I don't know how accurate that is I mean if Kevin I'm gonna. I'm... Kevin okayed that being the narrative I would assume it's probably got some. Yeah. semblance of truth to it but I, I can't say I mean obviously I wasn't there I think Yeah, obviously I we think weren't Fritz there. died when I was exactly a month old so I don't know Yeah, first time I was two, but like, no, but like, cause I, I'm like, I had me and my other friends like that you don't know of, but like, I was on the Discord with. I used I, I used the G word. Like was he a groomer, but not like sexually, but like as in like he groomed his kids to be wrestlers. Because there's the story about how like Mike never wanted to be a wrestler. I, yeah, I heard that too. I heard Mike was really not. No, he wanted to be a cameraman, but like Well, that's I think the what it was, and I don't know how true, like I said, I don't know how true this is, but I think that Mike was kind of like the means to an end because when David died, there was that feud with the Freebirds going on. Yeah, And Mike was kind of just thrown in. because he was a he was Von Eric. to replace It's like, David, so I guess that he was just kind of the spare. yeah, and he was and he already broke in, but like he didn't really had his heart wasn't. In, we'll get to Mike, but like, <laughs> I'm just I no, would because like. say I would say that he prob. I think that it was more so I don't want to imply that he was in, that Fritz was inspired by Stu Hart But we know Stu Hart had his own <laughs> career, and then all his yeah, kids started following him. yeah. So Which, there may which have is, been, may have been some kind of pressure to, you know, carry yeah, that on. yeah. But I can't say, I don't know, I, I don't know. No, because like, because like, that seems like oh, like there's four of them, and they all want to be like their dad, and they all have like They're, each yeah, they're athletic, trait of the. they're big guys. Well, except, Some I think, two of Chris them are not. was short. Chris Chris was was five. four. Yeah, but he, he had a medical. He had asthma, and the meds he took And fucked brittle everything bones. up. Extremely Yeah, fuck. brittle bones. Yeah, we'll get to that too. Um, and I think Mike was like five ten.
So the casting somebody that's five foot seven to play Carrie, you mean to tell me that was not the end of the world? Oh, Jalen White's. Jeremy Allen White is five foot seven. He calls himself a short king. And I love so, that because I'm also short. I'm five foot one. So I can appreciate. I was six one. Yeah, I know. But I know I'm it's moving. I, I will fluff up Jeremy Allen White here. I'll put him over real quick. Mm-hmm. I started watching Shameless when I was in high school. He has been a good actor since I was 14. Uh, probably before that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if anybody listening or you yourself have seen Shameless. No, I don't have show. I never had Showtime. It's on Netflix, but... <laughs> mm. Well, wasn't it? Oh. To, if you want to cast somebody that has been part of fucked up family dynamics, you cannot get any more on the nose than Jeremy <laughs> Allen White because he went from Shameless where that whole family was a disaster to the bear which is on fx right now it's a really good show he um i don't want to spoil it because i don't know i mean and, and I know the movie. Like three seasons in no not the movie the show the bear oh. the show the bear he steps in to work at a restaurant his brother runs and his brother's played by john bernthal by the way which is mm. sick <laughs> Um, he takes over his brother's restaurant after his brother dies, and he's got this really fucked up family dynamic there, too. So I guess if you're wanting somebody that's so familial, you're telling, familial so trauma, you're <laughs> casting Jeremy Allen White. <laughs> so you're telling me it, that, that, like, being Carrie, he should have been Mike then. <laughs> no offense, I'm just saying, as in, like, stepping in for oh. somebody. <laughs> he's not. But now, you know what I'm <laughs> trying to say, like. I think that if you if you look at them kind of side by side, they don't look that similar, but he pulls it off well. Yeah. I don't think he looks a thing like Mike. I don't know. Carrie. Carrie looks like a, a, a Greek god. He looks enough like Carrie that they can get away with it. Yeah. Zach Efron does not... have him grow out his hair like they did. Yeah. Zach Efron does not look like Kevin Von Erich. <laughs> <laughs> You needed a big name to fluff up the casting. Oh, I get no, I, no, I, I have no doubt. I get it. I mean, he's been Zach Efron's. Been, I loved High School Musical when I was like ten or eleven. Obviously, when it was like the craze, and I was around, I was around that age too, and I know. Yeah, <laughs> it was a big deal, and he's been kind of typecast, I think, since High School Musical. But I've watched some of the movies he's done since, like as an adult, and it's not all like. Buddy he played Ted Bundy. Yeah, he Bundy. did really well. And I try not to watch stuff like that because I don't like to fluff up serial killers. But he did really well as Ted Bundy. So I think that in terms of dramatic, he can do it too. I mean, I was the same way about that guy that played uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. I thought he did a, a hell of a job in that movie. And I didn't want to, yes. like, you know, yeah, in that series. He's done but... a lot of Jeffrey Dahmer movies. <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to say. Like, the guy that. I had to think about which the, one, uh, but there's, there's the one from last year. The, the one from last year. Evan Peters. The Netflix one. Yeah, Evan Peters. I thought he did great as Dahmer, but like, still, it's like, yeah, we're not like. We're then again, we're talking. When it comes to casting, you're never going to get it completely on the nose because there's not going to be one person that looks exactly like somebody else did in the 80s. No, and also, you guys like take their essence, but also make it yourself. 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, it is at the end of the day a movie. It's a biographical movie, but it's still a movie. A movie. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Kevin breaks in first six. Mm-hmm. You know, is there? A, did you find out why he wrestled barefooted? <laughs> no, I tried to find that's a- anything I could find about that. The only person I think we could actually get an answer from that is Kevin exactly. himself. And even now, he'd probably be like, I don't know why they did that. I don't remember. It was 40 years ago, and it could have been a rib. Maybe he forgot his shoes. I don't know. Well, see, everything I found is like, I know that they kind of did make a joke about it. Because they used to refer to him um, on the announcer. Like, the announcers in World Class used to call him Barefoot Boy. Yeah. Oh, I just found it, actually. I had to go back and look where I had been looking before. Someone hit his boots before one of his matches. So it was a rib. It was a rib. And he did it one time. And it became a trademark for him. So he just kept doing it. Which, he's braver than me. (laughs) So, like... Kevin was even. This is the funny thing. Kevin was the more athletic out of the brothers, but like, even though Carrie did track and field. Yes. Yeah, I always was here. I like would always hear that Kevin was extremely athletic. Yeah, I seen that. Like, heads, like he did like a nice like head scissors, body scissors move, stuff like yes. that, and like. Yes. Yeah, and he was one of the innovate like early adopters of that type of move too. Yeah, it wasn't like Rey Mysterio or. Dynamite Kid or Tiger Mask, but like, mm-hmm. but he did it, yeah. And then David was followed like after him, and David was the more um, well-rounded. Yes. Nicknamed the Yellow Rose of Texas, he was actually a better talker. I've heard all. <laughs> I've, I've heard all of them speak. Yeah. I hope there's um, not a lot of promo time in the movie, not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, but you can act. They're actors. They can They, they can, can act, but it's that voice that they had Jeremy putting on. He sounds like Georgie from Young Sheldon. Yeah, it's like it's they're they're like monotone and then but like but like Kevin Kit uh David could fire up though. Right. <laughs> I've seen I've seen promos. I was I was watching stuff. Um what happened, like, in, like, 81, he had a falling out with his dad, and this would let him to do, like, the heel stuff in Florida. <clears throat> yes. Is, like, according to Gary Hart, who was a stuff in world class, any booking fee Fritz took a thousand, like, it was, like, 2,000, Fritz took half. Mm-hmm. Even in Japan, like, tours of Japan and all that stuff. So that kind of lends credence to your theory, then, if you think about yeah. it. Yeah, because, like, he always wanted his kids to stay They Like, each of them, like, in that farm, like, lived a mile or a few miles away from the farm. Yes. Because that's where Carrie died, was on the farm. So was Chris. Really? Yeah, they, all, they both died near that spot. <laughs> oh, my God. It's how dark Ugh. would it get? That's, yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't know that. I, well, Chris awesome. was like 20, 21, so like, he was almost 21. 22. Yeah, he was 21. I, I guess he still lived with his parents at that time. That makes sense. Because he was still 
I knew and, about Carrie being at the farm, but I did yeah, not know that it was so close to where. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, there was like a mild falling out, and because he didn't want, I guess, first except for working for Baba, <laughs> doing stuff for Baba, which yeah. we love Baba. We love Baba yes. here. <laughs> I love Giant Baba. You, you know, I love all Japan, but like, except for his yes. wife. Yes. <laughs> Mrs. Baba's bad, but like, Giant Baba's cool. Um, he never lets kids like do other territories. No, they were no. much world class in his, and nothing. Like, little box. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to say it like that because it sounds mean to say it like that, but that's kind of what it is. Own universe, but like, world class did innovate some stuff like cool camera styles like in the ring and all that yes, and, yeah. and they're like the first promotion or one of to use music like entrance music and cool style vignettes that even vince never did no when he started game power in the wwf yeah they were yes, early I'm- adopters of a lot of things that we kind of take for granted honestly nowadays um, yeah, by the way, you can say WWF because we're talking about past tense. Unless you want to say WWE. <laughs> I don't. It does not make a difference to me what you call it. <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm doing it in a historical and at that time frame sense. Don't and sue some us, people's... World Wildlife Fund, don't sue us. No, 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 I'm not worried about the panda people. I'm just saying that people <laughs> like, yeah, he could been WWF in 20 years. He could still wait. You know the whole issue about calling it the Fed? Um... That people get fucking pissy on Twitter about? Yes. Yeah, people are always pissy about the Fed. Don't call it the Fed. I don't it was call called, it whatever the fuck I want. It was World Wrestling Federation from 1977, 78, 79. Until I was until, like seven years old. Or not seven. I was like five or six. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but everybody exaggerates a little bit about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So. But like, I was a child. I was a child until they changed their name. But like, look, if you're going into things historically, you will have to call it by its proper name. I'll call it the Fed if I want to call it the Fed during this podcast, and if you have a problem, my Twitter will probably I mean, in this eventually. So, I mean, I'll just tag you with a link when I promote this. Yes, on Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter. Me on Twitter, but my my notifications are closed off. I will not see you complain to me about what I call it. You will get Joe Budden memes, or uh, <laughs> or I'm going to use Heaven. You. Oh God, you know what I'm referring to. Yeah. <laughs> song. We'll get to the song in a bit. Uh, yes. We'll get to the song. Are we going to play have it you... in its entirety or are we going to avoid no. that? No. Okay. No, I'm not going to copyright or anything. I'm just not. I don't have I don't have the the technology for it. I don't have the if you kn- to hear the whole thing either. Yeah, it's funny to listen to because it's so cheesy. But like... It's one of those things I don't want to. Yeah. yeah um... Anyway, yeah, he, David goes to Florida where the Grams were, and he becomes this great heel, actually. He gets, like, a fucking feather in his ear, and he, he's a heel. It's, which is funny, because, like, if you look at the Von Ericksons in Dallas, yes. they're, they're, like, I guess, what the, I don't know how to explain, the whole uh, Good Christian Boys thing, like the Young Bucks breach. Yeah. <laughs> they were, like, your, you know... White Proto baby face. Yes, good guys that will conquer evil, and they're Woo-hoo. like the fucking. <laughs> they were the Beatles, like how over they were. I seen their fucking entrances, like fucking women, like dive on them and grope them and shit. 
you've seen it too, right? I... No, you, you're right. It's kind of like that. Like they're like the fuck. I was gonna say they were the Beatles of Texas. Yeah, that's a very. I'd say that's very accurate. My grandma was a Von Erich fan girl. I don't think she was quite that extreme. It's hard to no. her being that extreme about it. No, but I also <laughs> see from these. I watched an episode of World Class TV like the other day, and what I noticed is like fans like I've never seen this in a wrestling show, like a televised yeah. wrestling show. Is like fans would like when the wrestlers are being introduced and the camera cuts to them, they're signing autographs. Yeah, never seen that before. No, it's it's definitely like watching World Class, especially from back then, or just in general. <laughs> really, I mean, World Class was like a different world, and I think Listen, that's I've watched. Listen, I've watched the golden age of the WWF. I've watched Pete Crockett. It's different. No, it's it's like a whole new... Yeah. I've watched Smokey. I've watched like a bunch of wrestling. Trust me. I can yes. tell you. Yeah, it's it's like a whole new world. It's, it's definitely something that you don't expect to see. Yeah. But, um... So... Carrie debuts late, like after that, around that time. Mm-hmm. I also seen Carrie get with the four, four couple of shots with um, David as well. Mm-hmm. I think they were tag team. They were teaming when David died. I think actually. Well, they all were teaming. Yeah, but I think that's who he was teaming with when he died. David was teaming with Carrie primarily. I shared a link. I don't know if you watched this match. I started watching this the other day. It's an all Japan match from like the early eighties. Uh-huh. It's Jumbo. It's Jumbo Saruta and Tenru, mm-hmm. who were who became tag. It's like it's like Masao and Kawada. They were tag team. They were friends and then became rivals. Okay. Or for your WWE comparisons, like Charlotte Flair and Becky <laughs> Lynch type shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? They were. I I get what you're saying. That's just not who I expected you to bring up. Well, I have to comp- I have to for the smart people that know me, I have to use the smart fan answer. Yeah, and then if we get and if we get new fans, I have to dumb it down. Cut that out of there. I'm not cutting no, I don't edit I don't cut shit out. You're gonna have to cut out the nope. Georgie from Young Sheldon comment though. I'm, I really I'm don't want it's no. It's no. If we're having a real conversation, it's it's real life. Fair enough. I didn't mean it negatively. No disrespect to Mr. Jeremy Allen White. No, but of you course do not. Sound like Young Sheldon <laughs> or Georgie uh, from Young uh, Sheldon. Yeah, like they're over. So okay, so this is when the, we're gonna start. Yeah, this is around. The, we're gonna start talking about the Freebird rivalry. So how yep. start like come the world class? They became friends with the Von Erics. And Carrie gets a shot for Flair in a cage, Christmas '82. And during the match, uh, Michael Hayes does his best to help um, Carrie. You know, like all right, cage is open. There's Terry Gordy being like the enforcer. Mm-hmm. You know, get out, get out, get out. Every time Flair is down, and Carrie's like, I'm not. You know, the whole good guy baby face guy. I'm going to do it the honorable way on my own. I'm going to earn to become the NWA world's heavyweight champion. I don't yeah. need your help. 
and uh, Michael attacks him. You know, door key to the head beats mm-hmm. him up, and then starts the best fucking program in world class. I mean, I'm not saying one of it. It's known for it. The territory is known for it. It's rivalry. Yes. It's it's like the the three filthy, dirty Southern guys from Georgia versus this. What do you put it? This family, this godlike family. Fritz retires in '82. White blood, baby face. <laughs> yeah. Also, Fritz, quote unquote, retires in '82. Yes. Because nobody really retires in wrestling. No, never. Mm-mm. Um. So yeah, like they sell out Texas. The sport, which is like their fucking mecca. Yeah. Um. Fort Worth, like their area, the Dallas Fort Worth area. Just all these type of matches, like six mans, one on ones. They did a fucking angle with Mike and Chris when Chris was like fucking 12, 13. He fucking swings a chair at fucking. <laughs> did you see the one where he like he swings a chair at Cherry Gordy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking wild. <laughs> you have these like three fucking guys wearing like Confederate fucking gear and. The one guy is charismatic and uh, it's fucking wild. And then you got um, middle schoolers throwing shit. <laughs> um, and they're grooming David up to be uh, the world next world champion. And correct. Well, they're saying yeah, they're yeah, they're, they're prepping him and setting him up, and then ooh. Here we go again, because we're going to go February of 84. (laughs) It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Depends who you ask. Here comes tragedy. So, this is, there's two stories to this, too. Yeah, I don't think there's ever been a clear-cut answer about No. So, and the Von Erich's lied about this, too. There's, like, three stories. No, he did so, so the truth is, February of 1984, uh, David goes on a tour of all, uh, for All Japan. Mm-hmm. Right before the first show, he, I guess he goes to his hotel room, they eat at, well, I guess, Ribera or something like that. They get a hotel room. And then the next morning, when everybody's in the bus ready to go to, I don't know if it was the Budokan, I don't know if it was Kurgan Hall. It wasn't the Tokyo. It's been in all Japan back in the eighties. Um, there's no, there's no David, and the All Japan ref got Brody, Bruiser Brody, Bruiser Brody, uh, Wild and Wild Bill Irwin. Mm-hmm. To, they were, he was like freaking out, saying, "Come on, come on!" Like, because there's a situation. Yeah. They found. Found David uh, dead or yes, blue in his blue. hotel. In his hotel room. The one story, according to Wild Bill Irwin, is like I was partying with him. I was hanging out with him in the hotel room. He was purging himself, which just means like he was gorgeous. he was eating too much food, and then he threw it up, and then ate more. 
and he I found him where I left him and the, and like he was sitting on his bed he's gonna call his wife and when they were the paramedics were performing CPR he said like a piece of vomit like threw out like sorry but that's the story yeah. <laughs> like, one like, of the he, stories there's like like you said there's like three different versions yeah, of the story yeah um piece of vomit comes out of his throat he died they said what what's do you have the medical term that they said he like the official coroner said he died of the um u.s embassy said the u.s embassy in japan listed his cause of death as i can't pronounce this i'm saying you try <laughs> enteritis enteritis yeah like like something that's gallbladder liver like like some fucked up in him. It's, it's the it's it's the inflammation of the small intestine, and they said that it's, his intestines might have ruptured. Yeah, the but, one that's, story that's is that's what's listed. That's what's listed um by the embassy yeah. as his cause of death, and that's kind of what the von Erichs have stuck to, except for Kevin. I think Kevin said something about a heart attack. Yeah. And so Rick Flair, I believe Rick Flair he, wrote in his book that, that he, he had hydro had, had had hydrocodone, and that Bruiser Brody removed any evidence from the hotel room, and obviously Bruiser Brody can't confirm or deny <laughs> that either. No, he got stabbed. So I, wa- I don't want to throw him under the bus. That's why I'm saying Rick Flair claims that. And it's like it's 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 the eighties. Everybody's all coked and drugged and steroided the fuck out. So it's like So it's hard telling who who knows what. He was twenty five years old. Yeah. And the one story I also heard, like he took all these pills, but he couldn't and he normally used uh Jack Daniels. Mm-hmm. And he they were in Japan, there's no Jack Daniels, so he used sake and I guess sake and the pills had a bad combination and it fucked up his small intestines. Yeah. Yes, that's that sounds probably closer to the truth. Like I said, I don't want to dispute what Kevin says either because yeah, that's his brother. I'm not. Yeah, I, I don't want to argue. It's it's just such a fuzzy story because obviously you, you want to hear. Do you know what the Fritz? <laughs> there's four. Do you want to hear that? Which is the funniest what shit. And the thing is, like, he died right before the first show. <laughs> and the man said, like, oh, no, you die like a warrior. Okay. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. <laughs> I... So, like, <laughs> so, yeah, David's dead. Yeah. And so... When they throw, that's when they throw Mike in. Mm-hmm. So, As, like, they... the sacrificial lamb. Well... No, the NWA is like, yeah, eighty-four months after yeah. uh, David's. They're like, all right, we got the the world class comes up with this David Von Herrick uh, per- memorial parade of champions event to, in honor of him. Fritz comes out of retirement. It's Mike, Kevin, and Fritz take on the Von Erichs and. Uh-huh. They may carry face flare in the main event for the world title. Mm-hmm. 
the NWA booking committee. Mm-hmm. Bob Geigel, Jim Crockett. I was like, okay, they're going to honor. Let's just give Carrie the belt in honor of David. Which we did. Yeah. At this time, this is Pete Ric Flair. <laughs> they didn't let Carrie go 34. Because, you know, when yeah. this is Pete, it's 11 minutes and Carrie wins with a backslide. They sold out, or they had like 40,000 people at Texas Stadium. Mm-hmm. And like, this is like, they, and they, did, they tried to make this Parade of Champions event like an annual thing with their Star Wars event in the end of the year. By the way, George Lucas should have sued for that Star Wars thing. Yeah. <laughs> These names, Jesus Christ. So they made a tribute song in 84, 85. This is where we're going to get to this. <laughs> Called by Glenn Close. <laughs> called fuck me heaven needed a champion and like i get the sentiment of the song have you heard the full version yes (laughs) like yes it's like okay like they're trying to make him like he's a he was a champion he won championships and you know right but like it's like i guess how the music is or something about it it makes me laugh i think it's like the not like not super funny but like it's like cheesy funny I yeah, I don't think it's necessarily even that you're laughing at the situation because like obviously we all know the situation's not funny. It's just the concept. Yeah, and then have you seen the live performance of the? They get this girl three straight fucking years, right? And like the first year they get her, Jill something. The first year she killed. Okay, but like she's like a twelve, thirteen year old girl. Right. So they they have her sing in the middle of the ring, and they have like a fucking highlight package of fucking David. You know, making an entrance, yeah. wrestling, part of a venue with horses, you know, making him like yeah. this godlike figure. And she's killing it in the first year. Year mm-hmm. three, she's like, I don't want to be here. Why the fuck am I singing this goddamn song again? I'm not, I, like, she looks so <laughs> detached from like, <laughs> want to be there. Well, by that point, she was a teenager, so she was probably like, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah, I and probably don't know pro- how I got roped into this. My parents roped me into this. How do I get out? And probably can you like tell can 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 Fritz, can your kids stop dying type shit probably too. <laughs> 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 I'm just like thinking like she looked out of it. I'm like I don't blame you. You've been doing this since you were twelve. Yeah, I would. Because she was singing pretty. Yeah. Yeah, like the third year, it's flat, and I think the third year was like when. Or the third or fourth year is like when Mike passed away. So it's like, uh. <laughs> and like each year had like diminishing returns. And the one, the one when Mike after Mike died was the worst one. Yeah, because the first one was like forty thousand with the Texas Stadium, then 20, thirty thousand, then twenty thousand, and then when the Mike Von Eric one, thousand people showed up to an NFL stadium. Oh. oh. All right, so yeah, Mike's got this luminous. How do I like you are now going to replace your big? And those are big shoes to fill. And his heart didn't have an interest in wrestling to begin with. And you just hear because your dad doesn't know what to do. Even though they said that he wanted to be a a cameraman, I've seen Mike work. It's like uh, he's. I've seen his. The funny thing is, I was, you know, cage match. The yeah. site. They gave him a three. Oh. At its end. 
well, not no, even I was... entire, and it sucks because it's not even entirely like on him. He didn't want to be there. And you're just going through the motions. Yeah, I mean, you just lost your brother. That's traumatic. And now your mm-hmm. dad's like, hey, take over. It's like, can you let me grieve? Like, this is this a was... lot. Yeah, but this is an era where like, the men don't cry. That's if you true. watch like, like each get to like that if you've seen each fucking tragedy and how Fritz took it and Kevin took it, no tears. No emotions. And I can't imagine having to like look back on this, especially now that they're doing that movie. Mm-hmm. And just know like I was not I was in a condition where I was not supposed to show how I'm feeling. Yeah, because men, like, I heard, um, yeah, because, like, I, John, uh, Paul McCartney said, like, he always wanted to tell John Lennon, I love you, but we were men, like, that era we grew up in, we couldn't say, like, express our feelings like we do now. In Texas, especially in the <laughs> 60s, 70s, 80s. 70s, 80s, yeah. Even probably now. I mean, I've, I've never been to Texas, but I, and I'm sure it's gotten better, but... Still, it's the South, and it's America, and... Men don't uh, Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. And I can't, like I said, especially in a position where you cannot grieve. Yeah. You know, you're basically told you can't grieve, you need to step in. Yeah. You know, it's, it's no wonder he's phoning it in, because what else are you going to do? I mean, if you're raised in this business like that, you're just kind of going to do what you're told, whether you want to or not. So, so they continue. Life goes on. All things must pass. You know, all that. Yeah. So, they do a tour of Israel because apparently this is how big they fucking are. This fucking Dallas promotion is. Yes. They did a tour of Israel. And the and like Israel loves the Von Erichs. here's another disclaimer. Right now, this is we're talking about wrestling. I don't give a fuck what's going on currently in 2023, 2024. If you want to talk about that shit, this is not the podcast for that. You know the same shit. Yeah, we're talking about wrestling. We're not. I mean, I have my own opinions on that, but we all do. But I'm just I'm putting a disclaimer. Throw them into a wrestling podcast. Anybody who knows me knows my stance on. Yeah, I'm for like everybody's at fault here at some extent too, because it's fucking war. I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna say free Palestine. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> anyway, um, so they're fucking over in fucking Israel, the Middle East, probably in Europe too. Who fucking knows where? Because like apparently ESPN even did some fucking world class tapings and stuff like that that got aired. What I'm gonna say about like how big they were is I asked a friend of mine um yesterday about the syndication of WCCW and where it would have been. Because I was trying Mm -hmm. to find a definitive answer about where my grandma watched it. And she, or um, he told me that um, they would syndicate even in Australia. 
yeah, they're like world. They took the world and world class seriously, and they they also were trying yes. to compete with Vince. They were trying to compete with Vince and Crockett because Vince had NBC and USA. Crockett had yeah. TBS. I and think this is their channels that my grandmother watched on back in the day. They were independent, but they may. I think one of them may have been Fox by mm. the end. Yeah. Um. So like, this is during the mass expansion of the monopoly that became WWE. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so he's wrestling. He, I don't know. He tears his shoulder or separates his shoulder. Mike gets injured, and mm-hmm. he needs he he needs surgery. During the surgery, he gets toxic shock syndrome. Right. Which that was like not long after he got married, too, I believe. That's fucking crazy. And like, he's fighting for his life, and he had brain damage. His brain was fucking fried because he had like a hundred and seven degree fever. Yeah, he. And, and he lost a lot of weight, and then he mm-hmm. also, a year later, was in a car accident, and he injured his head there, too. But, um, this is how icky fucking, we're gonna get to, we're gonna circle in the ickiness of Chris Von Air. well, more disturbing. Well, let's, 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 Mike needs your prayers, come to the sportatorium. Yeah. Yeah. Pray for my son, but come for our show. It's just my my. It's like, and that one, and this was like the beginning of the four-year most like winning, a wrestling observer newsletters most disgusting promotional tactic of the year, and you thought, yes. and, and like, and we get on like, I'm on record for like shitting on Vince McMahon and how evil he is. Yeah. <laughs> There is something really fucked up about your son who is already struggling because he feels like he has to be David. And he said multiple times, I don't want to be David. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on me to be David. And he's already struggling. And then he gets that surgery. And And his brain. And then he has that car. He's just having all these horrible things happen to him. Over and whatever and over and over and to do that to promote your show that's to me kicking him while he's down and he's on he's on drugs probably too he probably had a drug problem before and after that and then he had a DUI in 87 everything he comes back no he comes back we yeah. skipped over he comes he's he gets out of the hospital and like they have this press conference and he looks like shit because he lost all that weight and he's got brain damage. And his one eye is fucked. And <laughs> you know I use that fucking meme on fucking people who are being stupid on Twitter. Yeah, it, he just I feel so bad for the guy. Yeah. He was in no condition to be putted around out there like that. No, and he comes he gains some weight, he gains his motor skills, but his personality is gone. Whatever what you knew of Mike Von Eric pre-toxic sock syndrome that's dead that was dead and there's just it's so sad yeah 
it is just beyond my comprehension. Yeah. It's just terrible. So he writes a few notes. Mm-hmm. Wait, we forgot one part of the story. Well, we were on one mic, but like during this time, also Carrie gets into a car accident or a motorcycle accident. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, and you see, you see a lot of Carrie on the motorcycle back in the day. I believe they made that a pretty yeah. Well, because he makes him, he made him look like a rock star and like yes, live yeah. like on, on, on the edge and you he's the modern day terrible accidents. That was in '86. That was the same year that Mike had his car accident. This is like rape, like no, but like this is near, like yeah, Mike, and this is like during that same time frame because when they found Mike, there's Carrie on the crutches. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like Carrie, yeah, gets to a terrible uh, motorcycle accident. It fucks up his leg and his foot. His dislocated hip. Destroys his lower half of his leg. Yeah. Um. He gets surgery, and he he like they do another like news like like a like a fucking fritz. Anytime something bad happens to his kids, he's like, "We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna film it." Here's a promo. Like he goes, "Like I'm not gonna be on the motorcycle again." Thank you for your prayers and well wishes. He's in a fucking hospital. I'll be back. I'm not going to rush this. And this story's fucking wild. He gets up and rushed it. He rushed it. He got up and tried to walk on it when he shouldn't have. Yes, but he wanted a cheeseburger. That's the rumor. I don't know how true that is. That's why I said according to Kevin. Yes. You want to he gets up, he walks, and fucking destroys all the nerve endings and tendons and whatever the doctors fixed. Yes, this yes, is... yes. It's like everything that they did that surgery for, bam, gone. Gone. Ruined. The procedure just completely null and void. Dies. So they have to amputate his foot. He's now, embar- He's now embarrassed that he lost his foot. And he tries really, really hard to hide it. Like, he will, like, Pat Tanaka of the Orient Express, that's her WWF name. He said, like, he hit a match with Carrie in, like, you know, like, the whole trip and pull out spot, like, in wrestling when you, you know. Yes, like the leg sweep, yes. Yeah, yeah, but, like, when, when, like, like, a manager or something, like, or from behind, like, from the ropes. Oh no! I hate that. I I feel like I know what you're gonna say, and I hate that I his his foot came out. But like he did it, like but he put his boot back in like so fucking quick. Oh my god! So no. One... I had a feeling that's what you were gonna say, but I was kind of hoping that's not what it was. No. Oh my god! He saw, but like he Pat Tanaka saw because he's the one that did it, and him and Paul Diamond. Who's his tag team was, partner? Yeah, and that was something that Carrie was so insecure about. Mm-hmm. But I know that Roddy Piper said in his book, because my mom's like a big Roddy Piper fan, mm-hmm. so read his autobiography. Um, Carrie would like sit and talk to Roddy Piper without the prosthetic on, and that was about the only person that he really showed it to. I heard like he would shower with the boot on. Yeah. So Roddy Piper might have been one of the only people that actually saw him without the prosthetic. I don't know 
if outside there was, of his family, I'm obviously. I'm sure there was others outside of family, but. Yeah, but during this time, like, Carrie's out. Mike's like, he's just done hanging with life. Hanging on by a fucking thread. Let's be honest here. Mike is hanging on by a thread. I said he's, I'm saying he's, he's done. Yeah, he's, 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 he's circling the drain. He writes a few notes. He goes Louisville Lake, which is in like Dallas uh, area, right? Yeah, around Dan County, like around the Von Erich compound. Not very far. Like none of this happens very far from. Dude, they all fucking died near their fucking home, except yeah. da- David, obviously. No, yeah, yeah. Um, he took a bunch of pills. I think it was Placidil. Placidil, he took... And he drank he, a bunch of alcohol with it. And he yeah, got he, in a sleeping bag. And he was not found for four days. They found him. He was clothed in the sleeping bag. They didn't find him for four days. Can you imagine? Jesus. So he's gone. It's, so we've got... He's, that's three... At this point, that's true, and there's yeah. only two left. And they do another memorial show, and it's fucking disgusting. They should have never done the first one, in my opinion. Well, well if it's okay to do one memorial show, and it's great that Carrie won the world title, it's just oh, yeah, the we way forgot that the... they go, it's it, if it was if it was anybody else running the memorial show, I probably would be fine with it. But just knowing Fritz's history of just yeah. anytime something bad happens, it's about me. Mm-hmm. That mindset that he has. That's yeah. the thing. I, t- I don't take issue with the memorial show per se. I take issue with the idea of Fritz running the memorial show. Yeah, I have. I don't have an issue with like paying tribute to someone. And no, by the way, no, and that's not at all what I was trying to say. What I'm saying, no, I, I anybody else, I'm. I'd ra- well not anybody else. Uh, somebody with the letter with initials VKM. I wouldn't trust him in a memorial show. I would not either. But if it, it, when it's Fritz doing it and he's doing it for completely selfish reasons, I'm not okay with that. And oh yeah, we've got to mention Carrie's run with the NWA World Heavyweight Title only lasted 18 days because he wasn't that reliable as a person. You know how, like, somehow Ric Flair was always reliable. Harley Race was reliable. Dusty Yes. Yes, especially Dusty Rhodes. But I'm saying, like, and I know what's weird, Ric Flair, how crazy of a fucking person he is. That's the last more... person you'd expect to be reliable because he is if drugs were a person, especially back then. Yeah, but he's made the towns and he, you know, because the carry was late or fucked up out of his mind and Flair he said he wasn't be in that environment back then nope nope and Flair said like he liked Carrie right but like he but he was not the best in the ring he wasn't and you can't you can like somebody and admit that they have shortcomings too saying uh, Carrie was kind of stiff on Flair or ooh <laughs> that's what he claimed like not stiff but like he I guess stiff you, you know what I'm Allegedly. trying to say like well, the world class style was kind of like you got to bring it. You got to bring it. 
Yes. Yeah, that's a fair assessment. But I'm I'm just allegedly. Um. So during this, also during all this grieving, Fritz breaks away from the NWA, and he makes world class have their own world acknowledge world title. And right after Mike died, he explains that death. Um, there's an angle they retry to reignite the Freebirds, uh, Von Eric rivalry. Yeah. Oh God. So Michael Hayes is not even there. They use Ice King Parsons to replace him. Who's his black? Um, a black. They got a black guy to replace Michael Hayes. No, I'm just saying for the, if you know the Freebirds, like, it's fucking three white dudes, and they all have Confederate flags, so the Yeah, the visual... that's kind of why I made that sound, because that's like, ugh. So, they jump the fucking Von Erics in a cage, and <laughs> trying to reignite that rivalry, but like... Where have I heard that one before? <laughs> oof. No, it's like, well, it worked once, let's try it again. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> So they beat up Fritz, and Fritz tries to make the save, and he has a hard time getting out of the ring. He clutches his chest. <laughs> he fucking collapses. Um, and they never say what happened, like fully, but the dude faked heart attack. Sounds familiar too. And they also said, "Like, hey, come to the sportorium or wherever in Fort Worth." Having a heart attack. No, no, no. They do this. If you guys come to the show, Fritz is doing good. If you not, oh no, he's going to be close to death. Stop it! They did not do that, did they? Yes. Oh my! <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Every time I think that Fritz Von Erich cannot do something more fundamentally fucked up. Oh. He bests oh, himself. So I forgot. my beer. <laughs> so hard. the funny the funny thing is I forgot to mention when Mike had his toxic uh, recovering from toxic shock syndrome. Yeah. Here comes Lance Von Erich. So, Vaughn. <laughs> Not related to the family. <laughs> and this is Waldo's um, son, correct? This is, in the story, Waldo is Waldo's yes. son. This is, this is their cousin. Oh, boy. He looks nothing like them. No. <laughs> He, he, no, they have like brownish, blondish hair, like brown hair. Do that, yes. blonde hair. Uh, I don't know how they got MJ. I mean, I can see why they cast MJF as this because you know he's the. Did fake. you see the, the? Did you see the wig that they put on MJF for the movie? I poor Max. I love Max. You know, I love Max. <laughs> love gimmick. <laughs> but like. Big Max, big Max girl here. I it took me a long time to like really learn to appreciate Max, but 
that wig. I wish I could pull up a picture because I can see it so clearly in my head. It's, it's him, Zach F. It's, it's in the tra- haircut they give him. The fucking trailer, right? They're in the trailer, like the, uh, the back of the trailer or makeup department, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you can see it's, the microwave behind his head. Yeah, you know it's exactly like Mac. I, I've seen it. It's Max and Zach Efron, and Zach Efron's holding the Triple B, the AEW World yes. Title. Um, and like I'm like, Max has got this I, like Fraggle Rock haircut. You know who I? I I'm with. I was with everyone else. I wanted him to be Gino Hernandez. Yes, that would have been perfect. But no, it's fucking Dolph Ziggler's brother, Ryan Nemeth. That's what Ryan's playing? Yeah, he's playing Gina Hernandez. See, if it were me, I would have switched those two around. Yeah. Because we've already seen what the Nemeth boys look like with bleach blonde hair. And Ryan looks enough like Nick that... Yeah. I would have definitely done MJF as Gino as well, G- but unfortunately not my decision. Yeah, did you also, uh, we also, Fritz also booked uh, Chris Adams to get blinded, and he compares, was it like, did it say like compares being blinded to Gina Hernandez's death or some shit like that? <laughs> this is going to give me a headache. <laughs> I jokingly joke. I said I'm going to do a podcast with my friends. I'm like, not you guys, but my other friends. Like, I'm Mike, Mike, Von Eric, myself talking about this shit jokingly. I'm, you know, I'm not. No. <laughs> as in, as in brain damage, not. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely. This is a very complicated family. When I tell people they are the Kennedys of family, of <laughs> Kennedys of wrestling. <laughs> You know, it's kind of wrestling. God, I don't God, think oh. that they ever left somebody to die in a car, though. None of them did. So. Von Eriks? Yeah, obviously. You don't know that. <laughs> well, you're right. Fritz might have. I mean, he. But no, I feel like if he had, he would have said, Come to the Sportatorium. We can save this person's life. <laughs> Come the the sportorium this Friday night, but yeah. So the let the girl out of the car. (laughs) So so like the like so so, yeah. Lance von Eric. He's Waldo's son. While Mike's getting weight back on him, everybody's like, "Wait a minute, wait!" Because like they're this is when like, "Wait a minute, we know you, we know you, we all know y'all are related." This motherfucker's not. Yeah. So he so I saw two videos of this of two different things of when they exposed him. They made Carrie expose him, and then once uh Lance fucking leaves to go to another territory or his contract or his dates, you know, whatever happened, you whatever, know, he, yeah. he goes and has a press conference. Alright, I admit Kevin Vaughn is not related to us and you know this statement of like we acknowledge that he is not related to us this will be the last time we're going to talk about him and he like basically throws the paper and then they make Carrie they make Carrie even say it on, on their television show on a promo like they drag him to the ring and, or you know, not really like they drag him, drag him but you know what I'm saying yeah uh 
Oh, for fuck's sake. It's just one of those things that you cannot make it up. Yeah. Territory's dying. Territory is dying. Right. So they had... For, well, it was like, it's called Super, like Super Clash 3. It's mm-hmm. the end. It's the AWA. It's Vern Gagne's promotion. It's Continental and Tennessee. It's Jerry Jarrett and Jerry DeCamaller. And then they're in a team of world class. And they're going to... The AWA title, which is held by Lawler. Was held by and Okay. All right. Can you hear me? Because like doing this, like try to yeah, reconnect yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. All right. Um. All right. So you're like trying to like make the super card thing. Fucking dying. Buying them. This up. is how it is. Yeah. Buying them up, and this is when WCW is born, because Crockett sold the Turner. Um. So they made the supercar trying to like, and at the time Fritz sold this company also to Jerry Jarrett to right. make world class to the USWA. Uh-huh. So Kerry and Lawler has his match and they basically make Lawler win due to blood loss of blood from Kerry. Mm-hmm. And this is how stupid Kerry Von Erich is. He's supposed to blade in this match, and he act like before he goes out there, he blades his shoulder or his arm. He what? cuts his arm. Yes, like right before you go out. Okay. And Lawler's like, well, I'm going to praise Lawler in the wrestling sense. That's a human being, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, no. he figures out the way to because Carrie's supposed to bleed from the head. He made both <laughs> him bleed from the head and from the um arm in the match. Worked <laughs> into the match. He's a fucking professional. <laughs> so they stop. <laughs> That's my one phrase of Lawler <laughs> yeah. as a wrestler. Yeah. Well, it's even though he blocked me on Twitter because. I called him out on his bullshit. As you should. <laughs> Me and New Jack. New Jack? Uh, wrestler, yes. I was cool with New Jack before he died. That is sick. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so he gets, so the Carrie puts the iron the ref's looking at him. He's got a fucking full fucking face of blood that would make John uh, Moxley blush. <laughs> I have to make that joke. 
Yes. It's so relevant, um, though. It's perfect. Okay. So the ref's looking at his eye, like, because you, know, you can't see blah, blah. <laughs> so Lawler becomes the unified champion. Mm-hmm. So World Class becomes uh Chris is done with the wrestling. Right. Kevin tries to this is like eighty this is nine eighty nine ninety ninety one now. Mm-hmm. Kevin tries to revive world class and fails. Chris is gonna break in. Um does a program with Percy Pringle, who is the he would turn to be Paul Bearer in the Paul WWE. Bearer. Oh, and he was, <laughs> I was, I was an Undertaker fan as a kid, so I love Paul Bear as well. Um, Paul Bear, <laughs> Percy Pringle is managing stone, uh, stunning Steve Austin. Well, yeah, this Fun. is, yeah, this is, yeah. What? Start over because you cut With out. Paul Bear and. Yeah, stuff like Stone Cold. Oh, okay, so Chris Von Eric got into a feud with Old Steve Austin. Yes. The five foot four kid gets into a program. And they said, like, he had, like, the most um, passion for wrestling out of the, the four brothers. I can absolutely believe that. It's like one of those dynamite comes in small packages type deals. Yeah, like, he was all gun ho for it. But he was five foot four. He had asthma, and due to the medication he took, his bones brittle. Yes, it was so bad that he couldn't do a simple fucking bump. It, he, like, or he I heard break bones. Yes. Yeah. Like there was one match where, like, it was him and Kevin teaming, and Chris does a drop kick. He broke his arm. He wanted to continue the match, and Kevin's like, "No." He made him like stand in the corner and uh, finish the match. Um, what else? Oh, so yeah, he tries, but like, he can't obviously, in quite the same way. He can't. He's he's got heart, but like he physically, he's. It's just impossible. I mean, he's, you know, he, he, there's a ceiling for, in a physical sport like that, when you're that unable. Small. And to, yeah, and like easily injury prone, it's just, you have such a ceiling. Yeah. And, and, you know, being 20, 21, you want to be such a big deal because it feels like such a big deal to you. And he want, he probably wanted to hang out with his, like do what his brothers did. Yeah, I mean, from all accounts, the way I understand it is he especially looked up to Kevin. A lot. Yeah. And Kevin was, like, the last person that talked to him. So, I would imagine, you know, having these these brothers that are doing all this cool shit. And, being these and you're the stars, youngest. And you're the youngest. You're, the youngest, like, I wanted- you're like, I want to do this. I want to be as popular as these guys. I want to I want to feel all the girls. Way. Yeah, do yes. what they do. Get all the girls. And when, Go you know, like to these I said, when you're young like that, when you're 19, 20, 21, 
everything feels like such a big deal. Yeah. So what probably had just become so commonplace to like guys like Kevin and Carrie, that's a big deal for Chris. I'm sure. Yeah. And then just being basically, basically told, you can't do this. And that has because to be so disheartening. And it's a it's probably was the a bitter pill to swallow. And he's like He was I mean, very frustrated. Yeah. And so after Mike <sighs> died. I know that I, I believe that Kevin's has said after Mike died, Chris got very depressed. Yeah, and because they were close. doing drugs. Mm-hmm. They, I think that when he died, when Chris died, they found cocaine and something else in his system, probably a painkiller. I mean, he, well, we're gonna get to what happened. Um, uh, Chris. Well, a few weeks before his birthday, or... eighteen days yeah. before his birthday, he, he twenty-two. He goes to his he goes to his family ranch. Was it a shotgun or a pistol? Nine millimeter, so a pistol. So he took a a, a pistol. Well, he, first he came up to he came to Kevin. In the middle of the oh, night, and he—I guess he, Kevin had borrowed something from him, and he wanted it back. And Kevin comes outside, and he sees him sitting at the top of a hill near the. Where are they all? Yeah, where is it? Isn't the is the tree that they all played in? Right, that's just, that was the story. Yeah, and Kevin, it's like okay, that's weird. I'm he's just kind of up there by himself. I'm gonna go talk to him, and Kevin talks to him, and. Chris starts telling him I'm not okay I'm I'm depressed I I broke he broke his arm at some point that month this is early this is like second maybe second third week of September and he had hurt his arm at the very beginning of the month or so and he said I'm I can't do this because of everything that's wrong with me and it's it's killing me like I'm not okay and Kevin tried his best to talk him out of it but he couldn't I'm sure by the time yeah by the time Kevin left I'm sure he thought maybe he won't because Chris said okay I won't I won't hurt myself I'm I'm gonna be okay I'm, we're gonna you just go home and after Kevin left Chris shot himself and his mother and <laughs> Kevin found him because they, I would assume that they realize yeah in the head I would assume that they realized he hadn't returned home because I'm sure he was still living at home. Mm. So I'm sure his mother was like confused and worried. They find him yeah. on that hill and they take him to a hospital and he dies 20 minutes after getting to the hospital. So about 10 20 PM somewhere in there, maybe 10 30. Jesus. And... They could have saved him. I think Kevin did the best he could. Oh no, I'm saying like because like you shot you shoot you shoot, like I, you what know shooting yourself. What blows my mind is they found him at nine o'clock. Chris and or Chris was laying there. Kevin and his mom found him. I don't know how far outside of Dallas they would have been, but it took an hour for them to get him to a hospital. Oh yeah, they live like in a private like area so or whatever. They were kind of remote, so. 
I I'm kind of surprised he was alive when they found him. I was surprised. Like, <laughs> I'm surprised here. Like, you know, hearing that because like he died twenty minutes after he got to the hospital. That's that's mind blowing to me. Yeah, I mean, when Kenny when Kennedy got assassinated, he had a faint pulse, but still, it's like he got shot in the head. It's. I don't know. I mean, 20 minutes after, that's an hour and roughly an hour and a half after you shot yourself. Well, maybe, because we don't know when he did it exactly. We just yeah. know he was found at 9 o'clock by his mom and family. Heaven. Yeah. So we don't know how long it had been between the gunshot and arriving at the hospital, but for him to have survived that long, that had to be yeah. so agonizing. To just lay there. And bleed and so pain. And you just... My God, Kevin has... I Oof. have so much respect for Kevin because I don't know how... I don't know how I would react to that. Yeah. So... This is 1990... So 1990-1991... <laughs> Carrie's in the WWF. So Kevin's in, or Kevin. Carrie's in the Fed. Yeah, Carrie's in the Fed. Carrie's in the Fed. And this was 90. Yeah, he was a Texas tornado. They push him. Yes. They push him to the Intercontinental title. Yes. He beats Mr. Perfect at SummerSlam. As a substitute for Brutus Beefcake? I believe so, because he had that accident. Yes. Um, he had a title defense against Tatu. Wow, I did not know that. I didn't know as much about their WWE runs as I did. Yeah, Saturday night's main event. When he started, yeah, that was like the first Warrior defense, I believe. Like one of the first, yeah, like right, like Warrior was champion too. This was during the Ultimate Warrior era. Um, so yeah, Vince always. Vince always wanted the Von Erics. Right. When he started getting uh, these places, uh, when he got... He did this thing where he would show other people's matches during, like... Well, this is before, like, he got super big. For like, yes, yeah. before WWE superstars, so he wanted the Von Erics. Yeah. So he got a. Well, it's hard not. It's hard to imagine he didn't, because they were. I know. Hot. Well, you know what I mean. Not hot physically, but well, maybe to some people, not to me, but you know what I mean. They were hot commodities. But like he went hot over. Yes. 
they were over. Um, he Vince gets a drug ridden because he started doing more after his accident. Yes. Together uh, day. Focus on his right foot. Then, then the match. Is that weird? No. Wait, why? Well, because I heard like. I was focused on uh, when I was watching the match from 1990. I was more focused on his right foot than than the actual what he was like, you know, sequence spot spots. You, like you know how normal people watch right. That yeah. weird. No, it's because my because it's like oh he has foot. Well, because like he had his foot damage. And I'm like, how the fuck is he? Doing this? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I get that. I totally get what you're saying. Absolutely. I probably have- would have done the same thing. Not gonna lie. Yeah, like, no, that's not I, even um, weird out, per se. But I'm like, yeah, there yeah. was definitely, I feel like, you know, it's, I'm sure that Vince had the version of Carrie in his head, like a certain he version wanted- of Carrie. Probably- Prime <laughs> Carrie Von Eric. Well, Carrie was in his early, early 30s, though. It wasn't like, old but like he was drugged he out was he on the drugs and steroid probably too his family's falling up. apart his family's yeah. falling apart well he's one of only two brothers left at that point no wife's he's like his marital problems he's getting I, arrested i think that he i think him and his wife's divorced in 92 so he would that was during his run yeah, I'm saying, at the very end of it. Yeah, I'm saying he's also on drugs, and also his wife's probably getting more and more sick of his shit. Yeah, it probably it probably fucked up Lacey. I I don't know. She was really young when he died. She was. She was like six. Yeah, so she was four when he went to the WWF. And he died in 93, so she would have been five, just about to turn six. Yeah, she did have yeah. some memories. But, um, yeah, like, he, he, Vince probably thought, like, oh, I'm getting Carrie Von Eric. And I'm gonna make him... Got, like, Carrie Von Eric's husk, pretty much. Got a shell of himself. Yes. And then, like, he... he and you gotta think at that time, Brett's coming up out of the Heart Foundation. Mm-hmm. Under Undertaker. Uh, that mid like like the mid card scene too. It's like the Rockers about to split up. Um, so ninety ninety one ninety two. Um, Flair's coming in. Tito Santana is a matador. Rick Martel's a model. Um, Perfect's like. Kurt Henning's like a less than himself because his back's given out. Yeah. Rick Rude. Rick Rude. Rick, Rick Rude left. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else is going on in that company. Steroid trial, like the steroid shit's about to come out. There's just a lot of moving parts. So. Yeah. I mean, you, it's it's. Not an easy time for the WWF either. No, because like, 
I'm going from like they're the shit, and then like not everybody wants to watch wrestling anymore. No. So I would imagine getting carrying the posi- like in the condition that he was in at that time. That's got to mm-hmm. be a tough pill to swallow too they for try- everybody. Yeah. They they try- help him. I yeah I mean. It's just such a sad thought to think, just just to like kind mm-hmm. of look on. Like we have the power of hindsight, because you and I both weren't alive no. during all of this, so we can kind of see it for what it is nowadays. But back and in I'll... the day, especially, I can't even imagine. Like I can't even begin to think of how difficult it had to have been. Yeah. Also, you're saying foggy memory too. I would imagine so, yes. Like so, so of... like, no, like I'm hearing like Bam Bam Bigelow. Like I'm hearing Bam Bam Bigelow from like 1998. Like Fritz fucked up his kids. Right. And I know in so... '90, like in even in 1990, while he was in this early, like early in his WWF run, I would say he's on the road with Bret Hart, and he's literally yeah. telling him. I'm I'm probably not long for this world. I want to be with my brothers. I'm just waiting for somebody to t- like God to tell me when. Yeah. And Brett said, so- "Hey, wait, your your daughters, dude, like your daughters need you." And that <sighs> he I think Brett kind of I think in Brett, Brett tried. really fucking hard. Kind of like how Kevin had done you know, with Chris, and yeah, and I'm sure that Brett, you know, tried his best. I would imagine it's a hard position to kind of con- like imagine yourself in. Yeah, and, even nowadays too, if somebody comes up to me. Yeah, and I mean, all you can really do is try to help them, and yeah, talk to yeah, them, right. and be the shoulder. And Brett told him, "Hey, you're you you've got two little girls that need their dad a lot more." Then you need to be with your brothers, yeah. not alive anymore. And Carrie was like, "Okay, okay, you're right. I understand." And, and Brett was like, what? "Okay, I feel like this is just him trying to, yeah, trying to just blow smoke on my ass, so I'll stop talking to him about it." Yeah, and he didn't bring it up with him again. To his credit, Carrie didn't bring it up to him again for another like two mm. years, and then he said it again. And then and, this time, too late, he gets fired. Yeah, and he's his marriage is like over. He's divorced, and he gets, he's miserable. He, gets, miserable. he also gets caught with pills and drugs multiple times, and he violates his probation. So he's freaking the fuck out, like not going trying, you know. And he got mm-hmm. caught with cocaine and pills, and so he goes he goes to the ranch to visit Fritz. Tells him, I love you. He asked for the gun that he... Was it the same weapon? No, it was a different weapon. It was... No, it's a 44... 44 caliber. Yeah, it was a it was a 44 caliber. I think it was a pistol. It was a heavy-duty handgun. Yes. 
that he got his dad for Christmas. It's not the same gun that killed Chris because they got that shit in Evelyn and probably in an evidence locker. Right. So he goes up to Fritz, says, I love you. Can I see the gun? Pass for the gun. Yeah. Goes into the woods and he shoots himself in the chest. (sighs) He was only 33. 30, 15 days after his 33rd birthday. I'm noticing a theme with that. Their birthdays <laughs> either like, just passed or they're approaching. Yeah. You want to talk about cut down in the prime of your life. And yeah, like and Kevin says like he said like I had five brothers, now I have no brothers. He's on record for saying Kevin's alone now. Yeah. I mean, Fritz is still there. Yeah, but he, you know, you have a special bond with your siblings, obviously. The crazy thing is, like, Fritz is, like, going crazy. Yeah. And he's, Fritz? he's I think, is Fritz, has Fritz been diagnosed with cancer at that point? In 92? No. Yeah. no. 93? No. No, his health starts deteriorating. He died in '97. They found that he had can He had a stroke or something like that in '97, and he gets operated on. He, they found that he had cancer. That it went from his lungs to his brain. Yeah, that's a very common spread. Yeah, because he obviously he didn't take care of himself. No, I mean. And he had just gotten a divorce with Doris. Doris. And I think that was... I think right before or right after Carrie died. Right after Carrie died. Because she was so sick of the shit. She's lost all of her children but one. She has one child left. And he's like... No, he he didn't like he yeah. Uh, Fritz found Carrie. Fritz That's found the crazy Carrie. thing. And then Doris had been the one that had found Chris. So they're both fucked mentally, traumatized. I'm sure I would be. Yeah. Anybody would be, but I just and, yeah. And Kevin, you know, all this stuff is happening, and Kevin is like really the only other person. That's bearing the brunt of it. Yeah, and Kevin also says like, why, like he did like uh, this is from Dark Side of the Ring. He did try to do some shit. Like he went to a gun shop and he went to go steal a gun, and then like some told him like, "No, nah, this ain't it," and he just returned the gun and you know like uh shit like that. Or he yeah. also claimed like he claims like. The reason why he didn't kill himself or go anything crazy is like I had a family, right? You know, he had Ross and Marshall, Marshall. and his daughters and all that. He had two daughters, Kristen and Jill. He and one of them, like, one day, like, I forget what one. One's named after one son's named after him, and the other two is named after Mike and David. Yes, David. Michael. Like they're. I think that's Ross. Yeah, but and then like he's like, I think he also said that he didn't really want his he wanted his kids to wrestle, but this is like in the nineties. I saw this like 
the shit and also the Von Erichs also were on the Seven Hundred Club many times. They were, I guess, some of those stations that they syndicated from were like Christian stations. The Seven Hundred Club has been around since the sixties. I could yeah. not tell you. That's a whole other pipeline. Like I told you before, that's just a whole other. Yeah. I don't touch but on like, religion. <laughs> look, I'm kind of agnostic, but like I, 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 whatever you like is whatever you like. I don't care. Just don't be a dick. Yeah, that's why I feel people. Absolutely, but um, now, yeah, man. So Kevin, we're down. This to is Kevin. the last. We're down to Kevin yeah. after Fritz dies. We're down to Kevin. He stops wrestling. As anybody would have, as he should. He and this was ninety five. He retired a couple years before Fritz died, but he yeah. He's done. He wants to. He leaves Texas, and he. This is when he moves to Hawaii. Yeah, and he comes and he makes. I think he makes his first appearance after. Um, retirement. In two thousand five, on the Raw Homecoming show, I believe. Uh, that I also saw this one video that they were tearing down this tour, and Kevin gave a tour of it as it's like this is where the ring was. This is. And like his dad's office was intact. It's like I remember, like, but like, st- like he had all these memories going through him, looking through this rat-infested place that was burnt, like got and somewhat knowing, burnt down. Knowing that memories are all you have. Yeah. So he sells. He he owned the world-class video library. He sells it to Vince, like oh five, oh six, or oh seven. Somewhere in there. So, yeah, in the mid two thousands. Um, that's how you get the, that's how you get world class on Peacock or the WWE Network by the way yeah. Um, they go into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2009 and they he gets a ring for every brother I believe Kevin, Kevin. Yeah. and Fritz Michael Hayes yeah Michael no it's, I think it's all the it's all the whole family it's the whole family that wrestled yes. they're acknowledged so Chris or Chris and Mike's also yeah. are in the WWE Hall of Fame. Here's some fun facts. Do you know that like the Von Erichs were made have made appearances in wrestling video games? Yes. Yeah. Um, Legends of Wrestling, which is one of my favorite GameCube games. Yeah, Mike was in the first one. Chris and uh... Carrie and Kevin. Yeah. Like, I don't like remember. The, um, hold on, that's a good question. I looked. Mike, well, I'm saying. Oh, Mike no, was Mike in the. And David were not in. No, Mike was in uh, Legends of Wrestling. Yes. I think he was like a, he was unlockable, but like David wasn't. And then for what was it? WWE 2K17 DLC. Uh, was the it? you could do the free the Freebird uh, Von Eric rivalries in this yes. the showcase, but yes. you only get Kevin and Carrie. Yeah, I remember having Kevin and Carrie in 2K17 because I had the Hall of Fame DLC and I also had, uh, they were in 2K18, they just carried them over. Yeah. But that had been the first game that I had actually gotten to play with them as characters What's this? Legends of Wrestling. Yeah. Because I didn't been in have the other games when I was a kid, I just had Legends of I, Wrestling. I most of wrestling games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... I am personally 
we're talking other media. I'm very excited for the Iron Claw. I think when we're recording this, it comes out tomorrow officially. Correct? I, I've i obviously been talking of Jeremy Allen White. Love Jeremy Allen White. Loved Zac Efron as a kid. Still think Zac Efron is awesome. I don't know anything about the other guy, unfortunately. The one um, that the Scottish or Irish or British? But he has a... I'm looking it up as we speak. Harris Dickinson, I believe is his name. He's English. He was in the Kingsman. The new Kingsman. Dude. That they the put dad. out in 21. Yeah. Um, I don't really know who he is, but I'm sure he'll do fantastic. Yeah, but the guy plays Fred Sleeze, he's the only idiot Jesus. Did you, you see know, this shit? What? He seemed like he knows his shit, the guy that plays Fritz. Yes! Yeah, and there's he's an like, interview. Well, yeah, like he's like, when Bruiser Brody got snapped, they guns off. I'm like, who the fuck told you that? <laughs> I mean, but I'm saying, as in a wrestling fan, like, how the Because, f- like, if I would tell you that, because it's like, you and I are wrestling fans, we should know this shit. You're an actor. How do you, who told you, how, how deep did you get into being Fritz did von Erich? Did you hear that Zach and Jeremy want to wrestle? They do. They want it. They, well, they've gone back and forth on it. It sounds like whether they wanted to or not, but they seem to want to. I don't Shava know. taught them. Yeah, Travo Guerrero taught them everything they know, I'm sure. I, would, I wouldn't I would be opposed to it. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I don't I like, if they want to wrestle, I'm going to say, yeah, go for it. But, yeah, no, here's, I'm so, like, the I'm, like, what's the word, like, drink, or, I'm so overseen. You want a fantasy? No, <laughs> um, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm, t- like, like celebrity wrestler thing is like not a fan I, not a fan I mean I did like Bad Bunny and he seems like Bad Bunny was very competent but you need to listen there's a clip and oh my god I feel like I've said his name a million times in this podcast Jeremy yes he did it have you seen the clip of him that was circulating where he talks about like how intricate and complicated wrestling actually is it is he seems to have a solid understanding of it, so. Let I him bet go. Max. <laughs> I think Max. I bet Max taught him some. Like told him some shit. Probably let him <laughs> let let Carmen Bezzato, Bezzato wrestle John Moxley. Fuck it, why not? <laughs> yeah, you want yeah you want to see the bear get fucking bled? <laughs> no, I did see that one meme. It's like they use that JBL and Cole. Yeah. <laughs> dude, 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 bro. No, the clip of like, because uh, Brian Danielson's obsession with bears. Yes. <laughs> like, that. Have have Brian Danielson one eye. Fucking days before going to fucking wrestle Okada. Lock the bear in the lapel. And the fucking lapel. Give him a, a boost psycho knee. Let him wrestle like his fucking. He's wrestling for a sheep. No, I, I'm serious. Let let the bear wrestle. Look, he's, you, he's, he's buff. He's actually he, like his arms are huge. See, here's my like my issue. You know how I'm like Masao didn't die for this. If you know, I'm treating I, this like it's sacred. You get you, if you're don't. <laughs> He's into it, and he's 
doing it for the right reasons, unlike yeah. Logan Paul. I'm for it. I'm for it's, it because I feel like he's like yes. He cared like I, the way he talked about it was like with care. So yeah, if it's no, if you have the passion, and you care for it. I'm for it. But if Bad I, <laughs> yeah, or Pat McAfee. Yes, I was very impressed, pleasantly surprised by Pat McAfee. Like if you get it, you get it, and you. But like again, there's Logan Paul, and then there's there's people that the WWE bring in that's like, they're just Why? here just because. <laughs> Why are you, you here? <laughs> yeah, because you're getting paid. You're here to cut it. You're, you're getting a check cut. But when you you're promoting, that, when you praise like the, you say the movements that lead like the movements but the things between moves and the way that you present yeah. yourself and the way that you carry yourself is just as important as the moves themselves, and you seem to understand. Yeah, and then you gotta like like I saw this Entertainment Weekly thing of the three people that played Mike, Kevin, and you know Zach Efron, Jeremy Allen White, and Harris played David. They're like talking I about like oh, remember, I'm, I'm bad with names. <laughs> I don't think yeah, better have No, like they were talking about like when you have to emote and like this is not like acting acting. You gotta like actually show like you're in pain and. Yeah. People who have played the fans like extras or whatever. I, I get the movie, but like. Well, they were extras in that context. <laughs> yes. I don't think that they meant it that way. I think they meant it in just the context in the movie. You know, very, yeah. Like weird with wrestling. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I, I get what you're saying, though. But like I said, if you understand what you're talking about, like if you understand how wrestling is and how it's different from what you're used to, and and if you have love and passion, yeah, like, you could die. Yeah, it's kind of a risk. And if you're willing yeah. to take the risk and you're willing it's to... On your head. I want to see them take bumps. That's how I'll know that they're for real. And I don't mean like dangerous bumps. I'm not calling oh. them to get dropped on their heads. Oh, saying, no. I want to see them take... No King's Road? Back bumps. No. Put Zach F on through a table. <laughs> So, so you're saying no, Zach Efron? Don't give him a backdrop driver. <laughs> so no, no Tiger Driver '91 for Zach. Probably not. <laughs> but some not dangerous bumps. Like I would like to see them take some kind of bump though. Just yeah, so but I know. you know, you know, you know, you could tear your Achilles by running the ropes. So it's not like. Is that why what's tackle. his face ran the ropes like he was power walking through the store? Who? One of the journalists was it Alvarez that walked oh. the walk ran the ropes like he was power walking through like fucking JC Penny. No, um, it was a house Who show. Who was that? Like, you no, know, that's how Xavier Woods like tore his Achilles. He was running the ropes like against FTR. No, I mean, is that why Brian Alvarez walked the ropes like he was power walking through JC Penny? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that always can you, stuck can you out tell? My head. Can you tell I'm brutally What? Can you tell I'm brutally honest? I'm like, no, you just suck. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um 
yeah, I'm seeing like like all these great reviews, and like if you're a wrestling fan, you should go watch it. This. Oh yeah, we're skipping some. We're skipping the third the third generation. Lacey. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> Lacey was under. I think she was under a developmental deal with WWE at some point. Back when they were still. Was it during mm, OVW she... or was it post OVW? I think she was WWE. I think what happened was that she had set Von Erich as her name on MySpace. <laughs> and they found her that way. So she did, she was in TNA. She was in The Beautiful People. She, she replaced was a, Angelina yeah. Love when Angelina Love had that um, visa problem, I think. And they had mm. to let her go. Um... She stopped wrestling. In 2010. She did not last very long, but... No. God um, bless her. Good, good effort on her end. I remember... I, I watched... I watched... I, 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 I remember. I remember her, yeah. And I then Marsh... I was a big... Regretfully, I was a big beautiful people, Mark, back in the day. That was before I, I knew the type of people they were. I... I was into like AJ and Joe and Abyss and the main event mafia and right. I was a big TNA person back then. I I still have my Angelina Love and Velvet Sky action figures probably. Um, in the basement, putting them. So, Wizard <laughs> and Marshall and Ross, who were just well, they on. Made... They were just on. AEW. They're also having yeah, they all... They had. They made like a couple. They seem to be doing really well for themselves. Well, they were an MLW. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> well, they were. Oh, good. They are were. they gone from that now? I believe they are. I know they had a match against the Briscoes last year, which is a big deal. Champions MLW? Yes. So sure they did well. They did. They do well, but like, I ask, are, and this is the nerdy my fan. Like, are they good? And they're like, no. I'm like, it, they're the. They have a name, but they're not. They're not bad, but they're not good. Wow. You know what That's I'm saying? Most nepo babies in wrestling. <laughs> they're they're I'm saying like they're mid. No, that's why I'm asking like why haven't like AEW or WWE would you know sign them? Uh, it's hard to say. It's like they're, they're I got the vibe of they're not bad, but they're not good. I will be fully transparent with you. I did not watch their match where they teamed with Orange Cassidy yet. I haven't seen it yet. I'm. I saw. The- I I had every intention of watching it when it aired, but I got so wrapped up in something else that I was doing. I saw the long clip. Who's the barefoot? Who who who's the one that wrestles like wrestles like Kevin? You would ask me that. I don't know. The barefoot wrestles like Kevin, like barefoot. I'm saying. There's one of them that does, or both of them. No, one's barefoot. One's wears boots. I don't know which one wrestles I, barefoot. It's the one with the dark-haired one. He's barefoot. On. He's got a beard. 
kind of like he kind of looks like Willow Yuta with the beard, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about when you see their face. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> but I Ross. know that Zach Efron has his dogs out in the movie, so. Well, I'm saying he did like the scissor hold thing, like his dad did, and then he threw drought kicks like his dad and his brothers. I'm like, I'm he works like his. At, I'm not good at like correlating names and faces unless I know somebody. So. He, I, I, yeah, I know. I quote retweeted like he works like his dad and his uncles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know which one of them it was, but I'm sure that they did pretty good. I mean, they made three Tony Khan uh, uh, company appearances. Right. Sign them at this point. Yeah. ROH needs a tag division. You could put them on Rampage. Like, anytime you're in Texas, just put them on fucking Dynamite. No shit. And they're in, De- they're in Texas a lot. Yeah. Texas as and much California. Chicago. As oh, much as they are in Chicago. As much as they are in Chicago as well. They need to start doing more St. Louis. I they, need to get a, they need to get out of They need to do like... Look, there you, are other places downstate that they could work in Illinois. And it doesn't even have to be that far out of Chicago. They could go Champaign. They could go Bloomington, Peoria. Um, they could go South Carolina. The Revolution show, they've already sold 12,000 tickets. No shit. Well, Sting's last match, but still. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it's called the Iron Claw. Wait, if you're listening movie. to the, watch the movie, should I review it? Yes. I should. I don't, I unfortunately don't know when I'll get to see it because. Same. They're go. not airing. They're not showing it here in town, and they're not showing it the town over. So, is there? I don't. I hardly leave my house if I'm not working. There's an AMC theater that's airing it or that's showing it. No, I have a movie. I'm just saying, is there a sh- like a you know how like Peacock you can get movie like movies that are all, like oh we can stream movies Max eventually. It'll be on Max, but I don't know when. They're not really. Max is not very good at telling you when stuff's going to be uploaded. I found. Because, like, like, I know Peacock airs movies that are in theaters as they're in theaters. That's how I watched, the, like, the last two Halloween movies. Right. When will. I'm Googling Iron Claw. Yeah, streaming. Because I know that, like, they're releasing in the UK, like, theaters. Like, March 2024. So basically, around the time, it's either we see it while it's in theaters, or we won't be able to stream it until March. It's it's kind of bullshit, but I'm not yeah, surprised. Like, like I said, this movie gets positive got positive reviews. I don't know if it's better than the Wrestler, the 2008 version. I have talked to a lot of people who said that they think it's really good. I don't know how true that is. I just know that that's what people have said. I watched the guy review it. He said it was pretty. He, he enjoyed it, and he's a wrestling fan. So, but again, my opinion might I might be like, "Hey, that's incorrect." 
what? Or he doesn't look like him. Or if I don't hear heaven needed a champion, I'm going to be like, what the fuck is this? That guy's too short to play Carrie. Who gives a fuck? Sorry. Oh, my, this is my reaction. This is my reaction. He doesn't look like he has a toxic shock syndrome when they talk about oh Mike. Oh my god, Kyle. Uh, How do you look like that without having it? <laughs> oh. Well, then by that logic, they can make they can make Carrie taller, and everybody can shut up. Anyway, I'm very um, aggressive about this, but. As a short person, I take exception when people complain about somebody being too short. <laughs> I'm 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 under I'm like five six to five eight. I don't I can I'm could be five five. I don't know. I feel you, but like <laughs> in my heart, he I'm can't the size. Help it, man. <laughs> yeah, in my you know in my heart, I'm six seven. So <laughs> anyway, how do I? All right, how do we wrap this up? Because the story has been told. Actually. We missed one part where, like, when David, like the days before David died, um, Kevin knew he was sick, and he said, "Like, don't die on me or whatever." Did you hear that story? It's like, man, like poor before... Kevin, he was like pleading with these people not to die. He's cursed. Yeah, they were like saying, like, this is the family curse, or is... yeah, let's answer that question: is is the Von Erichs cursed, or is it just a string of bad luck that's coincidental? I don't know. Anyway, um, do you have anything to plug? No. <laughs> you want to plug your Twitter, Instagram, anything like that, or nah? No, you'll you'll tag me. I trust you. Uh, any if there's any books like um, if, if people I probably we probably missed some shit. Go read Gary Hart's autobiography. He talks yeah. about the Von Erichs. Go read Death of the Territories. WCCW's in it. Go watch Dark Side of the Ring. Go watch was it Triumph and Tragedy, the World Class Story on Peacock. Go watch ta- uh, Tales from the Territories. They got a Somebody made, somebody made a documentary about the Von Erichs that's on YouTube. Everybody's there's been so much media on like on them. They are a I'm, very documented. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been real. Yeah. It's been fun. It's been fun, but it ain't been real fun. <laughs> uh yeah, you could maybe we'll do this some other time. Sure. I'm yeah. I am not the Yeah, I am not you can tell I'm I kinda know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't expect professionalism, especially not from myself. <laughs> I I say fuck I'm, I'm, I'm not professional. <laughs> I'm somewhat professional. I just I have a potty mouth. Me too. All right, thank you guys for listening and yeah. take care. I will. I might do a year in awards. I normally do, right? You know, like the simple 
you know, like wrestler of the year, match of the year bullshit. Since Wow. And I'm, uh, oh, I have an award called the Giant Gonzalez Award for the worst wrestler of the year. Oh no! <laughs> and, well, Nia Nia Jax has won it the most so far in my uh, early podcasting. <laughs> but this year, I might give it Tyrus. To who? Tyrus. Oh. You know the former NWA World Champion that lost the EC3, who can't yeah, fucking walk. I, I... <laughs> Right, I that's a good choice. Go. I knew if I started going off about him, I would not stop. So <laughs> it's fine. Um, it was at World's End. Yeah, I'm gonna do the AEW pay per view, and then New Year, I might Ooh. fucking then the Royal Rumble, and then I think Day One is happening before the Royal Rumble. That's not. It's a raw. It's it's a raw special. It's not a pay per view. Yes. Yes. But, but I don't do. I don't watch raw. So. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if I did the... special episodes or not. No. Well, no, I did Winter is Coming, but like that was in the pandemic. Yes. And that's, when, and that's when Sting debuted. Right, right. Fun fact, that's the most played episode of this podcast. Was... Oh, no shit. <laughs> that is cool. I should do a spin podcast, too, since he is retiring. Yes, absolutely. I would definitely. Anyway, thank you. I appreciate you guys listening and you for coming on. Yeah, I, I my knowledge, you pretty much had me beat with knowledge on the Von Erics, but. I was watching a lot of documentaries. That I, learned that I didn't know, so that was kind of cool. I watched all these, like, video recaps and documentaries, and I have friends that, like, Nerd. I have other nerd friends. If you guys listening, I, I wish my grandmother could hear this podcast, but I also don't think she would appreciate my language on it. <laughs> I've cursed more than you, I think. You did. I said the f bomb a lot, though. Anyway, um, yeah. So that's what I'm probably gonna do. I'm. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye-bye. Bye.